witches. <laughs> Basically. Hey there, witches. Um, we are coming to you with broken hearts as all the protests go on for Black Lives Matter. Um, but we got through it today and it's a really good conversation. Oh, by the way, I'm Leah Knauer. <laughs> and I'm Rachel LaForest. See, I told you. We are the agi- agitated basic witches. <laughs> um, we're doing what we can to fight from here and our hearts are with all of our allies and everyone in the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and it's just a really crazy world we're living in. The National Guard is here and we obviously have to talk about that on this episode because it's the it's outside our doors right now. Yeah. There's helicopters flying by. I mean, we're living in this and um, it's so wrong what happened and witches are here to fight for the oppressed and to fight for equality and what is right. So... That's what we're trying to do, and we know you are all with us. Exactly, and we just got a public safety alert for a curfew at 6 p.m. We oh. just got that on our phones. Wow, which, oh my That's God. in 40 minutes. So we better wrap so this up. reality. <laughs> okay, um, but it is a really great conversation with my friend and pro-witch, which I didn't know, um, and comedian Rebecca Lieb. We met doing stand-up, and I also associate her with one of the best days of my life, which was my birthday when I sang with Jack Black mm. and Megan Trainer, and she kind of she was the producer, one of the producers, so she helped facilitate that day. And I just mm. I have so much love for her, and I think all of you will too. Yeah, we had a great conversation, and she is also a witch fighting for what's right, and she um, is helping us all listening with a, a beautiful tarot read. So stick around for that, and we hope that wherever you're listening, you're safe and healthy, and we love you. When you're done listening to this episode, be sure to check out The Kelly Show, which is a part of the Soulfire production squad that we are with. The Kelly Show is where you go for real, raw conversations you didn't even know you needed, kind of like here. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly's very uplifting, and she makes you feel like you're sitting on the couch with her having a deep chat with a friend. She, her spirit is just so comforting and it's, when you listen to her, it's like Mm. she's reading you a poem at all times. (laughs) (laughs) She seems assured. (laughs) I feel like she's guiding, you know? She's the best. And her guests vary from psychics to therapists and coaches, and she'll leave you laughing and crying at the same time. Kind of like every day right now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe to The Kelly Show now. Now enjoy this episode with Rebecca Lieb. Kind of like a one hitter, but as a full joint. Anyways, I always do explain it on video because it does look like crack. (laughs) It looks like crack. It's like a cat, like casual crack. I would would, be like, wow, I respect you. Okay. (laughs) Seems like a nice lady. Yeah. Just want some green Each their own. I'm always like, each their own. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Well, so what we were saying before I hit record, uh, I am as I'm sure maybe you are too, just like filled with rage. I couldn't sleep last night. By the way, for listeners, we're recording this on day four or five of four to process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, About George Floyd. So, and we're in LA where there's a lot of major protests happening literally like out our door here in all the time. You know, I'm just like, I woke up 
blood boiling and I'm fucking ready to fight for like yeah. all my sisters and brothers. And I'm just so oh mad for so many yeah. reasons. Mm-hmm. I, I had yeah. to just now go shut our door, our balcony door. Cause uh, there's a lot of helicopters and mm-hmm. military flybys happening um, and yeah. sirens and it, it yeah, this is it's, insane. It's insane. And yeah. I also, I was watching yesterday, like I'm in Echo Park, so I'm pretty close <gasps> to the downtown. The and I was like, there right now. Yeah. Uh, I was like, should I go? Like, should I? And then I was just like watching and watching how polite everyone was making statements yesterday. And I was like, I can't even like, I am not going to go out cause mm-hmm. it's getting dangerous and there's tear gas and like, that's yeah. all. But I, but if anyone needs safe, a safe place to be, I am here um but everyone is so fucking polite about it on the news and i can't oh my god it's just it is awful like yeah. it's heartbreaking what do you mean on the news like how they're reporting about it is yeah too and polite? yeah and i can't even like i don't really watch the news like most yeah. of us don't really so, mm-hmm. but i turned on like i turned on like nbc live because i'm like all right let's get like what's happening right now and i have that on my computer and then i'm just scrolling through twitter and the twitter feed of LA riots, LA protests is like, mm-hmm. get out. It is not safe. And then I'm watching NBC news and they were like, we're doing our best. Everyone has to work together. And it's like, fuck off. Are you yeah. kidding me? What's going to help? I know you want like a peaceful protest, but that clearly isn't working. Mm-hmm. It won't work. Like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Right. What, how are you going to completely re rehab the government? Yeah. We all want mm-hmm. to get along. That's yeah. a fucking point. So yeah. stop killing innocent black people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like you're the ones that are acting violently and murdering people. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not the angry rioters. They are angry for a reason. And it's exactly. very Exactly. Yeah. I had the oh. same frustration watching the news. Let's see yesterday. Um, so yesterday I, I woke up kind of same as Leah's feeling today, infuriated and mm-hmm. I, I, what tipped me over the edge was, uh, cause I was, I was looking at videos of protests in the other cities mm-hmm. and what tipped me over the edge was this video of a black woman walking next to a white cop peacefully protesting. Mm-hmm. She was saying things, but it was peaceful protests. Like that's her yeah. right. And he shoved her so hard out of nowhere. She, she was like thin. She went mm-hmm. flying, landed on the sidewalk, hit her head. Oh like God. that, I just burst into tears and I was so fucking fired up. And then, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh-huh. white people with rifles go into yeah. a city building. And, oh yeah. Yeah. And just yell in police officer's face and all is just like totally chill. Oh yeah. Exactly. I, and I remember what I was going to say is I got that same frustration then watching the news because on the news, they were, they were like reporting it as if like, as if the reaction of the protesters wasn't warranted as yeah. if it was like an overreaction or, oh, it's these other motives. It's like, no, this is a mm-hmm. direct response mm-hmm. to an action mm-hmm. that many police officers have taken. Yeah. And it's yeah. all related. It's none of it is like a separate issue. No. Yeah. It's like yeah, cause no. and effect. Mm-hmm. Like Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I was also talking to my uncle. He's a public defender in LA. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what can, like, what, like, I feel powerless. I'm so angry. And he's like, mm-hmm. I know. He's like, first of all, People have been disenfranchised for all of American history. Yes. Then on top of COVID-19, people not getting the money that is owed to them, Mm -hmm. you know, not getting support 
funding from the in government. Certain that they are, communities. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. <sighs> and it's like, and on top of that, and then he's like, and then on top of that, he's like, all of the cops that I work with are all ex-military. He's like, 90% of LAPD is ex-military. So they are looking at the people around them as the enemy. And oh, he's like, oh, oh, and they probably have PTSD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. It causes and, aggression. Seeing yeah. the videos of them, they look like excited and happy. Like they're waiting oh. for someone, like the, for the protesters to start a problem. It's like, no, you're it was instigating. The cops exactly. Up. But like, that's how rampant the problem is. It's like, we've moved up our military, send young, co- like angry, confused men into wars that then, be, then get PTSD, come back, put them on the streets to protect civilians, but we haven't even helped them heal their own brains. Yeah. Like... It, it's it's every it's the fault goes so far up like yeah because it's so rampant and obviously it's it's largely our leadership which doesn't mean our politicians it means the billionaires and yeah. the politicians and exactly. everyone in the money club and the one percent it's like and it's just like and trump <gasps> right now too like trump is our president right now among like amongst all of this <laughs> i'm just gonna cry right it. now i'm gonna cry right now yeah. like that's how mad i am with that it's like mm-hmm. how fucked like and and we again, have I, a rapist as our president, yeah. and that's the nicest thing. Racist rapist, yeah, that's Awful. the nicest way to put pedophile, pedophile, exactly, rapist, disgusting, racist. destroyer of lives, manipulative, so it's selfish. Like, are we shocked? I yeah. I cried so fucking much on November sixteenth, two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Oh my god! I like couldn't get yeah. out of bed because my body knew that this was like. This was inevitable. Yeah. And I don't think that Donald Trump is to blame. This isn't one person's fault, but this is who the people that Donald Trump represents and the way that he is not like, and the supporters of him, like all yeah. those people. It's all yeah. capitalism and white supremacy and racism, yeah. sexism. It's all yeah. intertwined and power of abuse. It's all there. Absolutely. And again, if we're not doing something, we're part of the problem. Yes, which I think exactly. it's cool. like, and we, you know, rest on our laurels and it's, it's not, I mean, I'm guilty of it for sure. And it's, but it's just not, what else do we need? Like what else do, how many more people do we need to die? And right. I am totally aware that right now this is three white women talking yeah. about race. Yeah, I've yeah. thought about that multiple times, but mm-hmm. like, this is important for us yeah. people to be having this conversation. All people should be talking about Because a lot this. of people don't talk yeah. about they're afraid of saying the wrong thing, but I would rather say the wrong thing and try than not try at all. Yeah, and fucking yeah. exactly. Absolutely. And you know what's and in your like, heart, which is that you love all people, yes. like, and you want all people yeah. to be treated equally with respect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which is it's what really... witchcraft is all about. Yes, it is. Yeah, and it's, like, it's about and and changing the system. Like I love yeah. witchcraft and it being like very anti-patriarchal. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. very like motivated towards social justice, especially now. Like I love that about tarot mm-hmm. about, you know all of the witchcraft elements yeah mm-hmm. there was I saw like just a headline of an article mm-hmm. that was like um we've reached witch peak everyone's a witch now or something and I did I obviously I wish. didn't read it yeah. <laughs> I wish but like, I was you like you fucking wish that were the case then right. we have a witch for president that yeah would be awesome. <laughs> then we'd all feel empowered to be right exactly. by the oppressed you do a like, full moon off. circles every, every month <laughs> oh thank God. you guys that's exactly yes. how I felt exactly. a witch party I was like yeah. 
I was like, if, if we did, good. Like, yeah, there is I know. no people. We should be so lucky. Yeah. Exactly. You should want everyone to be a witch because that means someone who's fighting for the oppressed change. Like, yeah. and change. Exactly. And, so, uh, and a free and independent th- thinker. Because yes. And someone who promotes that. Crafting your own spirituality, which is so mm-hmm. empowering. About it. Mm-hmm. And self love and healing. Yeah. And feminism Acceptance. and human yeah. rights. Oh my God. Oh. <sighs> What well, are you gonna do? <laughs> no, I, know. I know. Seriously, I mean, like, yeah. well, I'm so mad that when I took a shower like 30 minutes ago, I shaved one leg. I forgot to <laughs> shave. <laughs> don't have time. We don't have time. <laughs> that is truly a show of your love state. It. Love it. Wow. Too human. Wow. And I can't oh get this God. weed bag open. Oh, oh no. Oh my god! Yeah, um, I got so high. I was using. Have you ever had the little gummies? Um, yeah. they're beautiful. Uh, I'm not a big like. Yes, those. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. These literally yeah. had all of those last. <laughs> not all of those, but oh, um, that was last night. Had, well, the the dose is half half a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Half a little. So I did, and then I have the um um the hybrid too. So I mm. did a quarter of that and a quarter of the hybrid. Mm. It was great. Yeah, these are the wild <laughs> sativa enhanced cannabis infused uh-huh. raspberry gummies that I'm mm-hmm. having. They're really good. Yeah, I only had one though and it wasn't enough. So maybe I should do two yeah, or one and a half. I would do two. Yeah, I would try that. I'm also, yeah, I'm kind of a lightweight. Well, you were saying <laughs> that was last night, right? Yeah. I think right before we started recording, you were saying like, it got pretty high last night to forget. Yeah. I, I was like, I get it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. hard too because that feels like a privilege. To forget is a privilege also. Yes. Yeah. Um, but also just to like start the day and like get back into it and I know. Yeah, I tried to I tried to watch a movie last night because it was I was watching so much of the news of and you know, hearing it right outside our windows mm-hmm. yeah. um, that I was trying to like calm myself down by watching a regular movie. Yeah. You kind of have to sometimes. You have to. So you can keep fighting the next day and do what exactly. you can the next day. Yeah. yeah. But it's hard. All that stuff just leads into everything else. Mm-hmm. We did we did something kind of big. I guess I'll leave it up to Leah if she wants to say exactly what it is. But we did something big to try to help the Black Lives Matter cause. Mm-hmm. And it was like undone within a few hours. Oh, it was really disheartening. We hung a sheet that said Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Like wow. very professionally. Huge. Huge. Like you could see it from a major street here in this very white neighborhood on that we live rooftop in. Top and, and we had to crawl on the roof like illegally uh-huh. to do it yeah and it was um, removed like two hours later yeah and it was oh like my so God. disheartening because I was like this sign isn't hurting anyone right. like we did it we made sure it was safe we made sure it would have yeah. gone away and it was like, made with love and care oh my and god I fucking hate everybody right. it's just like I hate yeah. who was silence every it's just like mm-hmm. I I just can't like I don't know what it's like Half our country yeah. does doesn't deserve this, and half of this country deserves exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't. Right? It's so fucked. It's, it's like hard. when a teacher like has to make an announcement mm-hmm. to the class, and it's like it's like something only half the class did wrong. Mm-hmm. Where or like a coach on a team, it's like now I'm not talking to everyone right now, but yeah. you know who you are and you know what you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. so, we're gonna run sprints because mm-hmm. of what you did. Yeah. That's like half of this yeah, country. Totally. And fully, <sighs> you know, agreeing that like, you know, being complacent is part of the problem. Yes. But, yeah. But well, um, yeah. our country is oppressed and, and we don't care. And it is 
horrifying. I can't even imagine being a child right now, honestly. There's no excuse for complacency anymore because awareness is everywhere. Cameras are everywhere. People are everywhere. And what's so mind-boggling to me, we grew up in school being taught about the Holocaust and like the narrative that I was told growing up is it's wrong. It was wrong. It was horrible. Hitler's the worst person ever. America America came in and saved us. Yet here we are and it's like the same kind of ideals and there's so many people that are being quiet. So it's like if we were in Nazi Germany in 1942, you would have just been that fucking asshole right. that's just like, yeah. oh, what's going on today? You know, exactly. just so well, unaware. Say it's all right. The police are coming in and arresting these people. They must be bad. <laughs> awful. It's so <sighs> We have not come far. Like, how, like, what progress have we made? Mm, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I know. And I feel people who think we have made progress are the problem. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I feel guilty. Rachel and I were talking about this yesterday. I feel guilty for all the times that I thought as a white person that, oh, racism is like not as bad as it used to be. Yeah. Oh, me but too. I just didn't know because social media wasn't a thing yet. And I yeah. wasn't seeing the but reality. lived in Pennsylvania, like mm-hmm. in, yeah. in suburb. Mm-hmm. I had a I feel like an early understanding because I moved from a white suburb in Ohio to New York city Mm -hmm. at age 15. So I was, and I went to a performing arts school with every kind of gender, sexuality, race, everything. So like, I just was, you know, I had a more multicultural experience, I guess, at a younger age than I would have if I, if I grew up all the way in Ohio. Yeah. So I feel lucky for that. Like, Mm -hmm. and while our play as white women is not the same as black people we have still been oppressed yeah that is why all women have that's why i get so fucking fired up because it's i understand what it's like to leave my apartment and just think am i gonna get raped today am i gonna get murdered today and and they feel that too just in a different way and it's my heart breaks and I feel helpless and mm-hmm. I wish we had at least one person in leadership to turn to like yeah. Martin Luther King or someone to like inspire us. And, yeah. but we have nothing. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. God. My heart like hurts. It like actually know. hurts right mm-hmm. now. I know. It's just like, <clears throat> I'm proud to get I'm, worse. I'm thankful for the people that are protesting because yeah. I know I can't in the state I'm in from my own trauma that mm-hmm. was really recent and by a masked attacker. It's just too much to be around masked violent people, but mm-hmm. like, or potential violence. But mm-hmm. um, like, I'm so fucking thankful because that's how I feel. I want to be protesting. I want to do whatever I can. Like, mm-hmm. so the ones who are actually on foot doing it, I thank you if they can hear this. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> absolutely because it's reached this point like fuck it 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 has to be flames (laughs) like I see it as like we have to burn it down whether that is literal or metaphorical yeah like absolutely I don't know what else and it's the same thing with like gun control like how many if if what what will the message that this is unacceptable how many school shootings like this has it's it's insane it's insane how much has been repetitive yeah oh man I don't know yeah I don't know well how 
I want to somehow segue to, to your know, which like, uh, I know and I hate this. it that it feel but it's like we can't not talk about it no. so, I mean like, LA is in a state of an emergency we all have yeah. alerts on our phones we can't leave our houses like this is real yeah. We're, yeah. we're recording this episode when we're locked down even more than quarantine lockdown yeah absolutely and the National Guard is outside Rebecca's door in her yeah. neighborhood literally fact, there's tanks there are no it's true it's true it's very it's really (sighs) it's horrifying and scary it makes me feel powerless like I Mm -hmm. I just want to help and I Mm -hmm. don't know what the best way to do that I mean giving money and obviously like being in solidarity with Mm -hmm. African Americans in the country but oh man it's just like yeah it's 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 really tough yeah well, Rebecca, um, I we invited you on the podcast to come on, but then I didn't even know yeah. that you are you are a witch. No, it's not <laughs> something. It's not often. I, uh, yeah, something that I talk about when I guest on podcasts. So I'm delighted to be here, and you guys are great. <laughs> I have to talk about it all day, and yes. I guess part of the reason I got into it was that I, and this is the thing too about witches and witchcraft. I think. It is an imp- such an empowering thing, and that's how I got in. I was I like was working one of my first TV jobs, and I'm a TV writer and producer. Uh, and it can be a shit show sometimes. And mm-hmm. I so I I took this class with this woman named Naha Armadi. Do you know her? No. Um, she does stuff at House of Intuition, but I don't think she does anymore. Cool. Uh, but I took like a, a tarot reading class mm. and I have an art background. And so I, I always felt drawn to the cards and I always thought they're really beautiful and like very cool and all the different types. And I was kind of interested in the history of it, but I got really deep into tarot and then I started working for a psychic um, and she would have me come in and do tarot reads for like Hollywood parties. It was like very weird as, as someone who's like in the industry and also like on this other side of it. <laughs> Well, that's like us. We're both actor yeah. writers yeah, and yeah, witches. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes there's crossover. And sometimes I do commercials that are like, you would never know I'm a witch. Yeah. That's like, the fun part of it too. Like finding other people where you're like, I, you know, the tentative, I'm sure you both know this, the, yeah. where you're, you want to talk about it and you're like, are they yeah. really cool? Are they going to think I'm crazy? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you're like reading the room. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. I want to talk about the moon, but should I talk about the moon? <laughs> That's when you go, oh, the moon is so pretty tonight yeah exactly <laughs> what a fun full moon does that mean anything to you <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they're like yeah and then you can get into it yes exactly yeah. well so when did you discover it um I just when did I discover I guess like I'd always been I think I've always been a pretty intuitive person mm-hmm. um although contrary to I have a podcast called ghost town and uh, we do a lot of haunted stuff but I've never seen a ghost or anything I have a friend though I have not just one friend I have three friends you have three friends three of them that's a lot (laughs) and that's it (laughs) good night that's all I wanted to just make sure you guys know that I have Um, three friends I have three friends but they are okay so they can, they can tell when people are pregnant like they're like oh pregnancy three different mm-hmm. friends who have this power and i've a seen a lot it. of witches can detect yeah. Like pregnancy yeah yeah i and i love 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 that um That's so i don't awesome. i don't have anything like that but i have a lot okay. of friends who have these like little um 
little like superpowers powers yeah and very specifically so mm. um, I have another friend who just can intuit information about people but only people she is a complete stranger to which is kind of <gasps> messed up because it's like wow. oh you want to tell this but this is a strain you know like right. I don't know you know when they're gonna die okay great maybe let's keep walking mm. you know <laughs> yeah touchy yeah, yeah. <laughs> like these caveats to these things um but I always totally. love yeah I love the tarot I love um yeah, witches and Satanism. I was very into that. And we I were just talking about Satanism oh, yeah. the other day and how we're like, it's chill. It's great. <laughs> it's very socially progressive now. It's too. like about yeah. having pleasures and mm-hmm. a good time and not hurting anyone and respecting yeah. the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, the, the most part. For, yeah. It's very, like, very modern and very into advocacy and stuff. So I'm, I'm totally down. But I think I was always down just growing up, like, pretty conservatively Jewish, like, anti-religion. Mm. But in a way that still gave me religion or, like, gave me, like, a sense of, like, a higher power. And I think that's what drew me to just any kind of spiritualism outside mm-hmm. of um, normal religious practices. Where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wisconsin, Jew in rural Wisconsin. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so very, yeah. Uh, Is that not common there? I don't know Wisconsin very well. Oh, n- not really. I'd be I mean, like the only small one. Community. Oh. Yeah, I'd be like, and it, so like, I think that's the thing too, where it's like, I had a tough time being, being that in that place. Other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I can't even, I can't even speak to, you know, having dark skin or like looking different. <sighs> that's mm-hmm. even it was tough and very segregated where I grew up. Mm. Um, so I think I loved, I love that about witchcraft. I love the empowering elements of, I love like the creativity around it and mm-hmm. constructing your rituals. I always, I always, I think was drawn to ritual and creating it and, and making something special that was kind of outside the norm, like creating little holidays or creating little like rites and passages mm. and little, like having little like hideaways where like, Oh yeah. Say, that feels very like part and parcel to the, the witch experience. Across yeah. The do you have any yeah. rituals that you do now or often? Yeah, I have a ritual that I do. Um, like I pick cards for myself a fair amount, especially now, but I do a full moons. I'll do like a, a bury things from the, the past and then, or like burn things from the past, bury that, and then bury new goals for the, for the next. Nice. I love that. That's pretty fun. Um, I also do a lot of um, like med- like I do a lot of breath work and meditation and intention around breath work, which I love, which has gotten me through so much stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think moving energy was always way more powerful than I ever thought it was, and that's been very, very good to me. Um, yeah, those are kind of the big ones. Every morning I'll do kind of um, in setting intentions, uh, but I've always found that writing things down for me has been a really powerful form of, mm-hmm. of, of getting whatever running down or, tr- or trying to get the next step. Like and manifesting? Yeah, kind of like manifesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it kind of, it is like manifesting. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it is. it's like, like if you see it, if you see it, you mm-hmm. can believe it because all it yeah. is is just words on a piece of paper that eventually will take life form. Yeah, and I've done some sigil work too. Oh, mm-hmm. love sigils. yeah. Very fun. Um, and, and you're artistic and creative, so that makes sense. You like okay. drawing the yeah. symbols. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, like, it's like a little bit of Judaism, but not in a way where I'm like, ugh. Because I, I know. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. The original we grew up, we were like hypercritical of. 
but it's a nice right, of course. bringing in of that. Um, and yeah, I think also like looking at something, I think repeated actions, as you guys probably know, is, is very powerful. Powerful. Mm-hmm. Like writing things down over and over. Or if I post a sigil, like seeing it every day when I wake up or mm-hmm. seeing the cards like, over and over. Yeah. Having a mantra that you say to yourself every day. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, the witches on from Reading the Leaves. They do tea leaf reading, and there's, there cool. are these two women who live in Salem, very like pro witch. Oh my god, amazing! Yeah. yeah, and they were explaining the power of ritual as like mm-hmm. when you do a repetitive action, you basically create a pattern, and mm-hmm. like powers or gods see patterns, and that gets their attention because everything else is chaotic. People mm-hmm. are just running around, but yeah. if you're organized and like, yeah. And it's kind of like the um, idea around, well, some people believe around ghosts where it's, it's energy that hasn't mm. kind of been absorbed back into the, the world and universe. So mm. it's, yeah, it's where people had a lot of energy or like a lot of trauma or just repeated places where ghosts would stay. And Wait, feel- yeah, you have a ghost podcast. Can we go back to that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> like that was said so early on. No, I well, I feel like for your for your podcast, it's like part and parcel. It's like, oh, of I course mean, you Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> You're like, and, and. But you haven't experienced anything personally. No, said, right? and okay. my co-host, absolutely has and he is the biggest skeptic ever oh, oh. See, I know and I'm like I'm a ghost cooler I feel like they know I want it <laughs> they know same. where we seem desperate to them yes like I know it's very yeah. uncool too yeah. needy <laughs> too needy exactly damn well can we ask what happened to him the ghost yeah um, he had so he has these visceral reactions to things which is kind of the landscape of it where he we did um, our first live show in the room that Janis Joplin died. And I was like, this is so fun. And he was like, lo- he was like losing. And he's also like very eating deal. But he was like losing. He had to like take a shower. He was like, I have to shave. So he like went and like took a shower. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> did he also forget to shave one leg? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was very distraught. <laughs> um, Hey guys, we are going to quickly interrupt here to record um, some words from our sponsors because they are what help us make this show and be able to reach you guys and keep doing this, um, even in a crazy time like the pandemic. And uh, right now LA has a, a curfew going out and we literally have to wrap things up very quickly. So we just wanted to shout out um, two sponsors on this episode, which would be BetterHelp. As you guys know, BetterHelp is fully licensed access to or fully access to fully licensed online therapists, um, which you can access from anywhere around the world, and they'll match you in under 24 hours. So if you're needing help and therapy, just like you would traditionally go into an office, you can get it online with BetterHelp, and it's more affordable. Plus, you can get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash basicwitches. That's betterhelp.com slash basicwitches. And we also want to thank Blue Blocks. <laughs> blue Blocks definitely helps with anxiety and depression. They are blue blocking glasses that uh, prevent all the harmful light that our eyes soak up from all these screens, all this screen time that we're having staying inside so much. So 
If your eyes are starting to hurt and you are looking for blue blocking glasses, these are the way to go. For a magical discount, you can get 15% off your order by using the code WITCHES at checkout. Go to blueblocks.com slash witches. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X dot com slash witches for 15% off. Now back to the show. But he was in Altadena at the cemetery one time. And he just, because he loves, he loves true crime stuff. He loves uh, obviously similar things that I love, um, mm. but he will get freaked out. And then, so then one time his wife was out of town and he was in the bathroom and he just saw in the bathroom, like a hand come up from behind it, which is terrifying. Yeah. And then, <sighs> just knock the towel off of the towel holder behind him. And he was like, I don't, I, what, what? How do you explain that? Yeah. So I think he, he is a believer now, but I, oh, cool. I'm jealous of his. his <laughs> I know. Yeah. Me too. No, I want more. Well, so does your podcast talk about like real ghost tales? We do a mixture of a lot of things. We do okay. ghost stuff. We do urban expo. We do mostly like offbeat history. So there's a lot of like ghost, cool. true crime, um, esoteric stuff in kind of baked into that. Ooh, Ooh. Like telling ghost stories from the past. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So like things that you wouldn't, yeah, place. Most of what we do is centered around place or like an event and then what happens with that event. So it can be unexplained. It can be, we do UFO, we do cult stuff. We do a, kind of a broad range. It's great. It's very cool. Oh, yeah. Our listeners will definitely like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Check us out. Yeah. What's it called again? It's called Ghost Town. Oh, love it. I went to a ghost town in Alaska. Ooh. And oh, it was where? so thrilling. Um, well, I can't remember exactly where in Alaska. Um, not like in Anchorage. Like it was a gold mining town. So oh. kind of rural. Like we we purposely went to it and there was like one small motel you could stay in. Oh um, mm. And there was, yeah, abandoned mines and abandoned Whoa. houses and general store, like legit. God. I oh, love God. that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like That's I want to- Everywhere. Yeah. I always want to oh. get inside and see more. Yeah. And like, I want like the key to the city I know. of a ghost town. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. like fascinating. So it's yeah. it's that's really fun. We do. Have you two? I'm sure you have. <laughs> I'm like, have you? Uh, uh, the Integratron in. Uh, yes. Yes. So we did an episode. Joshua Tree, right? Yeah. 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 It's like right outside. Um, it's um, Rachel. I think I've told you about it. It's kind of like a big planetarium. It's like oval shaped. You get up into the. It's like a. It feels like a UFO. Like yeah. Well, space uh, station. Oh, and you meditate because the the yeah. light and the sound all gathers. So you do a sound bath, and it's like. So powerful. It's incredible. Is it yeah. in Joshua Tree? It's right outside. It's in Landers, California. Okay. And it was uh, one of Howard Hughes' engineers was said, he he says that he was visited by aliens and he was told to create the sonically perfect uh, oh, <laughs> like structure. There's no nails in it. It's only glue and wood. And the oh. sound is incredible. And mm -hmm. it's insane. It is we did really a whole episode cool. on that. Um, and I've been going there for, God, like 12 years at this point. But the, so I have them saved in my phone as Integratron to like make a reservation. But I was at work and then I get a call from the Integratron and I'm like, what's this all about? <laughs> yeah, why are they calling? And so I pick up the phone and it's, it, 
now it's owned by these three sisters and their spouses and it's really cool and they're amazing people and I've I've tried really hard to preserve the place and do Mm. a great job. Um, so shout out to them. Cool. But so and then, and Integra calls me, I pick up and I'm like, hi. And the woman's like, hey, this is Joanna from the Integratron. And then I realized that we have done an episode on it last week. And I was mm. like, hi. And she's like, we listened to your episode on the Integratron. And I was like, first, of course, I was like, oh, shit, because we're very fast and loose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, what do we do? <laughs> so we're not like, yeah, the most thorough. Right. We're not there for the facts. Like, it's not a bibliography, <laughs> okay? We're just yeah, saying. Exactly. It's just, it's Everybody chill, relax, yeah. don't look anything up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, she calls and she's like, I, I heard your episode of the Integratron, and I just want to say thank you so much. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> God. And she's like, most people think it's like a crazy, like a joke or like a, you know, like a, like this odd thing and this, you know, just strange, like curiosity in the desert. Mm-hmm. But you, I could tell you really loved it and you knew the history of it kind, kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did right by us. And I, I felt so good. Like it just felt oh, that's awesome. amazing able to like have her feel good about our episode of it. it did was, you get a free sound bath? We did. We got a oh. sound bath. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, well, I had one reserved, too, already. And she was like, we'll just comp here. Oh, that's here. amazing. You're so great. I, like, it is all that good spreading back and forth. Symbiosis. Oh. It is a strange place, but it was cool. Yeah. Like, I, I remember it. Yeah. Especially in, in the center of the room, there's, like, this light that comes down. And mm-hmm. if you stand in the middle, you can hear... Like all over, you can yeah. hear what people what? are saying. Yeah, so the and sound is so. Yeah, <laughs> hear people falling asleep, old men falling asleep, <laughs> yes. the other side of the Integratron. But yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> the sound in there is unparalleled. It's so cool, um, and so I love that we are able to do that with with the podcast. That's that. cool. Right. I want to know um, what is it about tarot that super calls to you? Because we do mostly oh. oracle cards mm-hmm. on the show, but I've been like trying to delve more mm-hmm. into tarot. Yeah, we both have. Ooh, awesome! Um, I think mostly it's my art history background and, mm-hmm. and it being like tarot is like it's a living art history class. Like there's so there's 78 cards in the whole deck. The symbiology of the tarot when certain tarot decks. Uh, were created reflecting that time period mm. and like, what they emphasize and what they don't and just the differences um, between the characters and also how other readers, like I love getting reads from people who A, don't know anything about tarot. It's the best. <laughs> they're intuiting all of it and they're reading uh-huh. the card like very, you know, in a very like interesting Perspective. way. Perspective. No, yeah, that has mm. no like bearing on, you know, all the books and whatever that a lot of tarot cards card readers read or even other readers who emphasize different things like for example the court cards um you know like the kings and queens uh some people think they they're actual people other people think that they're more concepts so i love the different interpretations of, mm-hmm. of that it's really fun it's i've fun. never heard it put like that but you're so right it, it is art history yeah it's one way to look at tarot mm-hmm. yeah and people also like really it's a it, yeah people are really interested in it and do it and I again I'm never I never tell people especially clients that I read for or have read for years I'm like I don't know what I'm doing I don't know what I'm talking about like I don't I always question my own like ability with it 
to just know like it's meditative and like please don't take anything like as hard fact but it's really interesting to see people's interpretations and really help people through it I think it's a really Mm -hmm. really fun way to do that and really inspiring even though you say all of that, do you get follow up on what happens after your readings? Like, do they yeah, tend to be accurate anyways? <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I I did this one, and I think there are times when I'm better at it, which is also weird. In times when I'm worse at it, like now, like I know I'm gonna read this now, but like when I'm more upset or like distracted, mm. obviously I'm worse at it. But sometimes my skills get better or worse depending on whatever I'm doing at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one, uh, this one woman that I've read for, for about th- three or four years at this point, I, she was just like trying to get out of her job. And I'm like, I think you're gonna, there was some kind of like, I kept like hearing like startup freelance s- stuff. And she's like, I don't want to work. I want to work for like a big, I want like health insurance. I want all this stuff. And I'm like, I think you're going to be in that. And then I got this card where it was like, it was like the tower card, which is not a great card. Um, but I was like, I think it has something to do with like a structure, like some kind of like, like soul, like some kind of like weather and things. And she got a job at a solar powered startup company. Whoa. <laughs> crazy. It's like, yes. oh my God, so weird. Free- freelancing for them? She, uh, at a startup, she wasn't freelancing for oh, them. Okay. It was like a, it was like a trial basis and like very, uh, of that. Culture. Still, Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that was like crazy. Um, yeah, there's still a lot of people where I have like feelings about the cards and, and how they interact with the cards. And I'm like, I think it's going to be, or I, yeah, I just like, I'll say what I feel. But yeah. again, I have totally been wrong. Um, but I've also been very right. Jury's <laughs> 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 out. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> Every time I do a reading, it's like, I don't know. I'm usually right. But there's also been like a few times that I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And that's another thing. I think it's very important to, to do that. You know, like, yeah, being honest. Yeah. Really. No one's like the expert and like right. we knew everything. Yeah. Well, and situations like the butterfly effect, right? Things change all the time. Like the tiniest little microcosm of a moment can change mm-hmm. things. So yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know Definitely. what you did between now and like when I did your reading. Yeah. <laughs> You what I was you? right. I, what did you do? To, yeah. What did you do to mess up my accuracy? Because I'm always right. Exactly. Oh my god. Exactly. And it's hard to because I think people. There's a thing too where I've experienced it where people get like addicted to reads and stuff and get very like mm. hanging in every word. Or if they don't mm. get a read that they like, they go to a different reader. And I think it can be very destructive in mm. ways if you if you don't. First of all, you don't trust yourself, or if you don't mm. trust. That something feels right to you and if you're like in a really hard or dark place mm-hmm. and I've learned really to trust the card too like we talk about on the podcast a lot of time like pulling cards that don't really make sense I'm using mm-hmm. air quotes but then you're like oh I guess like I don't want to hear that lesson but like I guess it does apply and I'll just like yeah. accept that for the day and try to learn something from that even if I don't yeah it. Yeah. And I think too, the cards have a way of, if you don't accept it, like they'll hit you up again with the same card. (laughs) They will make you learn, you know, that's very fun. So when you're reading, are you hearing things as well? Do you think you have some Claire audience or something, or or are you feeling the messages? Like, how does it come in? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I think it's more like a feel, like more feelings based for me. 
Okay. Where I'm putting it together with my words, but I don't hear words. It's more just like I get drawn to this card or I get a feeling around this. And then you like around that. Yeah. And then you and, and then you speak it out loud, basically. Yeah, I try as to you're feeling it. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. trying to pay attention when I get intuitive like downloads. Um mm-hmm. if I'm hearing it in my own voice or not, I'm trying to pay attention to that now. Mm-hmm. Because it's hard to distinguish and it's a practice to fine-tune that instrument of like if you are hearing mm-hmm. something else or if it's just your own thought. Yeah. Definitely. And I think it's hard too, because I also feel, or I've been told that I'm very protected by like elders and like people around mm. me too. And sometimes I'm just like, is this coming from me or is this coming from, I think I also get kind of signs from other what maybe people seen? around me. I love that stuff. I yeah. love that stuff. And I've been told that too. Yeah. Um, it's a very, yeah. It's, it's very comforting. Mm. Are you a Scorpio? No, I am a Libra. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, so wait, what are those signs you've gotten? Yeah. What are those signs? That's what I want to know. (laughs) I mean, just honestly, just yesterday morning, I, and I don't listen to them sometimes too. And then it's like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. My grandmother would always be like, she, like when I was like cooking with her as a kid, she'd always be like, hold the knife this way. You're going to get cut. And especially like with, with onions too. And I had this, and I was like cutting onions and I almost cut myself. <gasps> um, I know. But then the knife, it's like I, like I, the knife like slipped out of my hand and I was like, <gasps> whoa. Like, and, like, and like, I should have no fingers, honestly, at this point. Like <laughs> I, what, like, yeah. I just grandma like, swooping in. Yeah, your grandma's been living in the kitchen. No, she's like, get <laughs> afterlife. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. Like, get better that. knives. <laughs> Be careful. That kind of thing. I um, love that. I know. Like, like smaller things like that. Money too. I think I get uh, a lot of help and protection around money. Ooh, um, nice. Like when I'm like super stressed about money, something will come through and it's like almost exactly the amount that I need sometimes oh. too, which I know, um, I don't know if you guys have read E, e squared, I think, no. where it's about signs. Oh, it's a great book about, it is a incredible book where it's like, oh, you don't believe in the law of attraction, which again, I know the privilege around law of attraction too, especially as white women. And like, mm-hmm. I was just talking about this where it's much more complicated than that. Um, sure. but also it's an interesting thing to explore and to feel empowered by. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a book of things like each chapter is like a thing you should do that week to open up the world of law of attraction. Um, so a lot of the things are like, say, ask the universe, um, for the answer to a question. And if you see a yellow snail or if you see a purple sundress, like those are the answers to your questions kind of a thing. Um, I forgot where I was going with that, but oh, it's very, so interesting. I am very squared. Yeah. And it's very scientific too. Like mm. it takes a lot of the science. Um, but it's, it's actionable things that you can do to mm. see, which I struggle with too, where it's like, well, okay, let me see like with ghosts. I'm like, let me see it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see, but it's, it's very, they're all like kind of experiments. Like it's, I think there's like eight chapters, but they're all little law of attraction experiments that are actionable that you can see and you will get a result like at the end of the week. <gasps> I want to do Does it. Does this have to do with money? What you were saying about the manifesting oh, and the that's money? Right. Yes. This is one of the first exercises is they say, write a note for it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. We did it. All over. 
It's okay. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, you're doing great. Um, I would definitely like, want to read that book. Sounds fascinating. It's really great. It was, and it's really fun too. Um, and something, yeah, that I struggle with. But they say write down, they give you like a little med- meditation, write down an amount of money that you would like to see come in. And they're like, don't make it like a crazy amount, but like make it kind of like weird yeah, and specific. specific. Dollars, make it eighteen dollars. You know, make it like a weird mm-hmm. amount. Fuck yeah! These things, and then it, yeah. Like I, I think when I did it, it wasn't quite how much. I, mine was like fourteen or something. Like some, it wasn't quite twenty dollars, but I think I got like fourteen fifty. Like it was close. Mm. Like it was very interesting. You got a um, bonus. Yeah, just a little fifty cent bonus. You know. <laughs> I was doing great. That was a little <laughs> wink you from your grandma. <laughs> she was like, "Use this to buy a new knife." Yeah. Oh my god! So yeah, the book is amazing. I'll send you guys the link. Cool. Like, sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, I would love if you gave us a reading. Right you got now. it. I have my cards right over. What here. cards do you work with? These uh these are the Rider White cards, like okay. classic. Um, she has them in I a have, beautiful cloth. No, I have them in this cloth that I didn't Ooh. know what I I got this from a gift. This is a gift from like a kind of a shitty roommate, and I couldn't quite throw it away. Like I was like, throw that fucking cloth away. Like you didn't even like that woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I kept it, and then I started doing cards, and I was like, it's the perfect. It was nice. like the perfect it's like yeah, it was like, like a leopard on it. it, giant leopard. Exactly. I know it's very yeah, it's very fun. It's well worn, but these are my uh, kind of multi-use tarot decks. Yeah, do you know what year these cards are printed in? Speaking of like art history stuff, now I'm curious Ooh. about that. Yeah, the Rider Waits, um, especially these were kind of popularized uh, around 1920, 30. Um, but I've seen really old decks from the you know. Tarot started in Italy in the in the 1400s, and actually, you can play cards. They they started as a game and then kind of diversified. So people think it's the other way around, but it's really it started as like a deck of cards and then gleaned more meaning from it, and then it became just more and more detailed. Um, but I have a bunch of different decks. Like the art of tarot is really very cool. Mm. And there's another deck um, that I have. It's the um, it's called the golden sun and it's the opposite. It's the rider weight, but you see it from the opposite perspective. So you oh, see something coming towards you, which is very awesome. fun. Yeah. Oh, really cool. Like yeah. I need to get a rider weight classic. I just feel like I need to just get one Oh one, you know, mm, like totally. let me sign up. No. And then the I also want that. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Golden what? Um, the golden dawn sorry the golden dawn golden dawn yeah. okay cool yeah. which is actually a a small organization out of pasadena um that is oh still yeah that alistair crowley was in yes circle of the golden brilliant. dawn yes and, and bowie as well <laughs> yeah alistair i crowley. love it uh, yeah my man is really into the history of bowie and like all his occultism and stuff oh and- hell yeah uh, that stuff Showing is so- off your knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Passing it along. <laughs> wow. So should I do a collective read for you two? Should I do separate reads? I think collective. Yeah. Um, okay. My question, Rachel can add on, was um, what do we need to know, um, like all witches, to help the fight? Is that good? Love yes, it. That's the perfect, perfect question. Getting shivers. Well yeah. <sighs> so good okay. i'm purposely wearing my feminist shirt today too. and i'm not wearing a bra so. 
And I shaved oh. one leg. <laughs> I love it. Oh. One leg yeah, in, one ready. leg out. Let's go. Let's mic. I lead the charge. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh my God. Well, if you were with me in person, I would have you cut the deck. But instead, oh. I'm going to have you concentrate on the cards. Mm. Okay. Think about your question. Um, can I do an abbreviated pyramid read for when I read, but I think I'm just going to pick cards. I think anarchy is at play. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Not about order. Protest. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. <sighs> <sighs> Oh, okay. So I picked five cards. I feel like I should, well, I can talk you through each of them. I can send you guys a picture too. Okay. Do you want to text um, me a picture? Yeah, totally. When we both look at it. Okay, great. You got my phone. Mm -hmm. Leanne and Sandra, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, my brain is still working on it. <laughs> Sandra Mariah Wright and Leanne Miramar. Marama. So read the picture with the seven of wands to the left, and we'll go left to right. Okay, great. Got it. Oh, that's so, so pretty. Cool on the Jaguar. Yeah. I know. I know. It also ends with two major arcana cards. We're like really heavy hitting. Oh my um, God. Yes. So. All right, yeah, the first card probably, yeah. I mean, it really is about like dismantling things. Um, the Seven of Wands is all about like it's kind of the card of like, you know, like don't sweat haters card. Um, it's got this figure and he's struggling. He's struggling against people who are beneath him. He's struggling uh, against people who are lesser than. Um, struggling with people who aren't worthy of being in the position that he is in, which really is like the fight of the oppressed. Mm. You know, the people around us especially white people around us, like we did not deserve the privilege that we got. So it's up to us too, to be the fighter and to also fight these people who don't understand and who are not taking the right actions and who are not mm. being at that elevated level that many of us are striving to be at. And certainly people who are oppressed are striving to be at and deserve to be at. Mm. So I love that as the first card. Then we have another seven, um, seven mm. of cups and seven of cups is such a, beautiful and crazy card <laughs> the seven of cups is all about like the easiest choice is not the most fulfilling so we have all of these different mm. like kind of tempting cups around and one of them has a little mm. skull embedded into it but you want what is under the veiled cup you want you need the fight the fight is really important to us um and even the figure in this like we don't see the figure's face they're looking towards this array of cups and we don't know how they feel about it and it actually doesn't even matter how you feel about it because you have to go for the hard, the, the hardest option. Like you have to go for the one that isn't easy. You have to go for the one that makes you do the work. So this is like a really big work card and a card about like being single-minded in your motivation. Mm. And also like this next card, the nine of cups, this is reversed. This is all about like not resting on your laurels. Like this card is just like- This the is crazy is so because 
we uh-huh. we pulled the nine of cups as we did a past present future this morning tarot that oh. Leah mm-hmm. pulled and the nine of cups was the present and it's the middle card in your spread as yeah well. mm-hmm. that's right and the middle card can be a focal point for sure yeah. for wow interesting. Um, yeah and the middle card <laughs> When it's upright, it's all about like this, like having it all kind of smugness, this perception of having things mm. or, or being in a certain place. But when it's reversed, it's like, that is a fallacy and getting through and like cutting through all of that and not this card and the seven of wands also like really work in conjunction with each other. I mean, all three of these do with the idea of like, per- our perception of things is not right. Like mm. it is incorrect. We have to yeah. make sure that we know that like one of my favorite cards is the moon um I'm sure you two are familiar with it where it's like the dog and the wolf and there's a lobster creeping through and there's a sun (laughs) and a moon and it's a gorgeous card but it's about like what is true and what is untrue and trying to figure it out because only in figuring it out we be able to evolve the lobster is usually like represent representing evolution um, Mm. or progress so this card is a lot like that where it's like you have to cut through the bullshit and the things that aren't true and like get to the truth and it's not even about getting there specifically it's about the the progress of that of realizing what the truth is and advocating for it mm. one with this guy um and the last two cards the sun and the empress the sun one of the best cards in the whole deck like being yourself like mm-hmm. being true to yourself you know it's a naked baby riding a horse yes, it is. with a hat on a feather in his cap <laughs> yeah yankee feathers feathers like passion leadership sunflowers too about the self, the sun is about truth. It's about the mm-hmm. truth really shining. And the only reason this baby could be unprotected on this horse is because he knows who he is and his place and the truth around it. So it's mm-hmm. like getting things back to the natural mm-hmm. order of equality mm-hmm. and and being having everyone able to be who they are. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And shedding the bullshit. Like it's a naked, natural yeah, baby. Yeah. Like yeah, with a nature, with an animal yeah. in harmony. Mm-hmm. And sunflowers. Yeah. And yeah. then like, I'm so excited to hear what you have to say about the Empress in conjunction mm-hmm. with that. Absolutely. And the Empress, talk about cycles. The Empress, she is an amazing card of, of, selfhood and being social and also fertility like a rebirth and almost like getting through all of this process to be reborn into a super integrated really committed to each other society and the empress is all about that and she's also like a very she i think a lot of people think the empress and the high priestess are these foils but they're not they're both like really strong women who command respect mm-hmm. at all costs and i think yeah there's a softness to the empress there's a very like friendly to her and she symbolizes again fertility and sex and being social and being connected but she's also like not to be fucked with like Mm -hmm. she is not someone that you want to get in the way of or meddle with like what she says goes so having like a really strong commanding major like woman in the major arcana to end this the read of this question is is very powerful and on top of being once like on top of the sun of being yourself of Mm -hmm. being your own truth and and actualizing it it's like no but then it's also taking the next step of connectivity and rebirth that feels very powerful and wow it's like on yeah on the end of all of this we will all be the empress ideally you know yeah 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 if you're not going to be reborn if you're not going to live in the empress's world like get the fuck out right there's no going back anymore yeah i mean could we be so bold as to say more female leaders? Oh, <laughs> love yeah. that. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, going back to the question was... And women of color leaders and LGBTQ Absolutely. leaders, you know, all kinds of fucking leaders. Yeah. yeah. That's where it starts and that's where the change... Yeah, and that's like where really change happen. would actually happen. Yeah, visibility, strength. Yeah, yeah. it's not about erasing the white man or erasing mm-hmm. the American, you know, we can still be proud Americans and all like, you know, find something new to be proud about. Yeah. And there's, there can be so many things to be proud about. Like we're mm-hmm. so, you know, just, I mean, you know, I've been seeing things and it's like, same. We made Jersey Shore. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> sorry. No. Together. Exactly. <laughs> what are we capable of? <laughs> um, <laughs> so with the question was, what can we witches do or what do we need help with the fight and black lives matter and human rights? Yeah. And so that the cards, if fight you could the fight. sum up the yeah. answer, yeah. Be succinct about it. Like we're here to fight. We're not here to, we're fighting physically, but we're also fighting for an inner truth and, and being ourselves will help with that. But also mm-hmm. like I take no prisoner stance to get us to this new and like completely new phase of, our lives and Mm -hmm. our society is really important and it's going to be hard. But again, I think the biggest thing is like cutting through to get to the truth and to advocate for truth, Mm -hmm. but whatever means necessary. Mm -hmm. And then we can all be ourselves. Yeah. Be that naked baby. Oh, what a good read. Yeah. Great read. Mm -hmm. Beautiful spread. And so it is. And so it is. So it is. Yeah, I hope. I just, yeah, I, I, I want God. I can't imagine. I have a couple friends. One of my friends just had a baby two days ago. Can you imagine? We were just talking about that yesterday. Like, can't imagine being pregnant right now. The hormones already. Like, like, for all the new mothers listening, or mothers or pregnant women Mm -hmm. listening, we're holding space for you. We feel for you. Absolutely. And hopefully, you know, your kids will bring in a new generation. And I even see that now. I think people who are like who are younger, who are in high school, mm-hmm. have a very different, I mean, I'm not, again, I'm in this Angelino bubble, but mm-hmm. I think there's a different perspective and I, I hope that it persists. Yeah. I think we're in change. Ooh. Yes. Gosh, I, I see the pictures of the cards on my phone, like a picture, and I still feel inclined to like sweep the cards together and put them away. It feels <laughs> like they're right in front of yes. me. Gather <laughs> the energies. Gather here. their energies. <clears throat> yeah. Thank you so much for that reading, Absolutely. Anytime. I'm down to pull some cards. You guys are great. Oh, yeah. And yeah, people can hire you to read yeah, for them. Can. can you tell them where to find you? Sure. I mean, I think an email that I use a lot but really just if, if you're putting our my Instagram somewhere yeah, yeah. Um, Instagram at Rebecca Lieb um and then I'll I'll reach out to you via email and we'll figure it out but yeah Great. people leave reads it's a hard time mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. so yeah. I like to think that my reads are are pretty uplifting um not gonna be not gonna sugarcoat but like mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a good it's a good time to have cards and and have this community of which is around you and maybe you sit with some uncomfortable truths and see the shadows and welcome them Mm -hmm. yeah it's not easy it's work yeah (sighs) um what else to plug (laughs) ghost town and then right now are you working on anything um no pressure you know 
okay. everything I've worked on, everything's kind of aired. But yeah, yeah. I think Ghost Town's a good one. Um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rebecca Leave. I always have weird projects happening. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ghost Town would be great. And yeah, I'm a huge fan of YouTube too. So I'm a huge sure fan of your plug in. Oh, your podcast on Ghost Town when this comes out. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, let's all say something we're grateful for today. Great. Our basic blessing. Mm. I'm grateful for the people who are stepping up and showing up. I'm grateful for the technology to say what's right um, and the ability to like communicate to my family um, for Black Lives Matter and just to talk about that with other white people and spread the word. I'm grateful that technology helps with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm grateful for dialogue and communication that's productive around this. Mm. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Absolutely. Thank you both so much. Love it is lovely so and fun. Very, yeah, very emotional, but, mm-hmm. but it's an emotional fucking time. Yeah. Witches, this show is made possible by listeners like you who contribute on our Patreon. If you want to join the Basic Witches Coven, become a patron. And as a thank you for your support, we'll give you all kinds of witchy goodness, like card readings and custom art. We'll see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic witches.